What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 296 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is not Cody. It is LJ Lowry. And I am here with Shelly Nolan. Hello, hello. Um, I believe Cody mentioned last week that he is on vacation, or at least coming back from vacation. But uh, you still get us here this week, and uh, we got some fun stuff to talk about. Heck yeah. But first... uh, be sure to check out the shop, geeksundergrace.com slash shop if you're looking for some cool shirts. And, nice, comfy, uh, cozy shirts. Yeah, they're amazing. The best <laughs> shirts ever. Um, and we still got the gators, and we still got stickers that you can put on your car or whatever you want to slap stickers on and uh, represent. So check out the shop, geeksundergrace.com slash shop. Um, our highlights of the week are uh, game delays, if you... Uh, I, don't, I can't really say we're geeking out about game delays. Yeah. Yes and no. We're talking about it. <laughs> yeah. And then um, what sounds kind of interesting uh, is an I Am Legend sequel. And then lastly, uh, we got some streaming services making some big moves this month. Uh, exciting stuff in the TV realm, which I feel like hasn't been the case for the past few weeks. Yeah. So... Alrighty, so we'll get into gaming. Uh, anything you've been geeking out in the gaming world? So, I haven't played anything new. Um, I mean, my husband actually did get Triangle Strategy, so I've been watching him play, but I, don't, I haven't really watched enough to like get a good impression about it. Oh, um, yeah. It looks like, first impression, like I've seen a lot of people say the same thing, where it's like, you know, looks cool. They, they, all the names are really weird. Not the names of the people, but just the names of like, I mean, obviously Triangle Strategy is already a dumb name, but it's like, the main war is called, it was between salt and iron. They called it the salt iron war. And it's just like one of those things where it's like, okay, can you, this seems like, it seems like the story's a little bit predictable in some ways, um, but we haven't seen the rest of it. Um, and the voice acting, a lot of people have been complaining about the vo- English voice acting. Um, it's It's gotten better, I think. Mm. Um, and again, I'm not even the one playing it. I've just been like listening to it sort of passively. <laughs> and yeah. even I was kind of like, ooh, Ooh, it just kind of sounds like it's not even really the voice actors like fault. It's like there's no voice direction for a lot of this. So uh, okay, but it's gotten better. Um, we were talking to one of our friends who said that they actually changed it to um, Japanese voices and that like helped. So it's like, oh yeah, I guess we could do that. Probably just, sounded like, way better. Yeah, just make it like subbed anime kind of thing. Um, but anyway, that's that's a cool looking game for sure. Um, and I know he's having fun with that. But I cool. Um, I. Well, I already finished Pokemon's Legends Arceus, but I, like, kind of more finished it now. Because it's, like, there's a final <laughs> boss, then credits roll, but then there's, like, an epilogue, like, a post-game big boss. Um, okay. And then there's, like, you collect literally every single Pokemon in the Pokedex and, like, finish it, and then there's stuff after that, right? So yeah. I'm now, like, on that last phase where, like, I beat the post-game big boss and now um, I'm in that just final got, phase. You just got catching to do. Exactly. And, uh, man, it's like... So the final boss was really cool. I, I want to say that's the final boss because it felt more like a final boss than the like regular game boss. Um, hmm. And I saw a lot of my friends like on Twitter and stuff like really saying it was like one of the best final bosses they've seen. Just that's in awesome. like, any game. I'm just like, are you serious? Um, and it was definitely very cool, but the problem was like I feel like I got like spoiled 
Um, and like, so that was a little bit disappointing. And so I was like, uh, oh, I kind of like feel like I knew what was coming just because, and I mean, it's just cause I took a while to get to that point. Everyone had already gotten to that point, And so they're like posting about it. And so I'm just like, okay, cool. So like, I have a theory about what's going to happen. And like my theory <laughs> was correct. And I'm like, okay, but it was still really cool. Still um, fun to experience it. Yeah. It was still fun. That's for sure. So I'm happy about that. But, um, yeah, now I'm to the point where it's like, yeah, you gotta catch everything like hundred percent, but it's like. Some of these new variants, um, these new Pokemon in Hisui, Hisui, whatever you call it, um, <laughs> it's very, like, hard to get. So it's like, uh, well, also I've gotten more shinies. I didn't even, I haven't even gone shiny hunting, but I got a shiny Teddy Ursa, for example. And I'm like, this is awesome because I need an Ursaluna. So oh, I yeah. um, evolved it to an Ursaring, and I'm just like, okay, cool. I'll just use this to get my Ur- Ursaluna. How do I get an Ursaluna? You have to wait until the full moon. And there's moon cycles in this game. Which oh, I didn't wow. realize until like very late into the game. I didn't realize that either. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Which is like cool. But I'm like, oh gosh. like I don't want to freaking... Like I basically will have to go to sleep and go to sleep and go to sleep until I get the right moon. Which like <laughs> honestly like isn't too difficult I guess. But it's like that's kind of annoying. It's like a lot yeah. of work. But then it's like not only do you do that but you also have to give an item. Granted, oh. I got the item from a quest, but I'm just like, that would suck if I didn't have that item. Um, yeah. And then there's, like, uh, the for to get wordier from Stantler, you have to use one move, like, 40 times in Agile mode. Or, like, using Agile wow. move, like, 40 times or something. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, it's like, I have, like, all the basic Pokemon. <laughs> At this point, it is, like, just finishing up the Legendaries. I already have quite a few Legendaries, but it's like, I have to finish, like, the Legendaries. I have to get Spiritome. Um, which I know there's like a whole thing with that. And, um, yeah, these, these extra sort of Pokemon that's like, oh, they had to just give them a bunch of steps to, <laughs> to make it more difficult for you. Yeah. Um, but at least they're like kind of interesting versus like, you know, the most interesting evolutions in most games is just like a trade or something. Or like, you have to go out of your way to get this really ridiculous item and then give it to your Pokemon, um, or something. So at least... It's, like, more interesting than that. Yeah, they got a little creative so like, with it, it seems like. And with when it comes to, like, lore and stuff, it definitely makes it more interesting. So I'm, like, okay with it. It's just mm-hmm. sort of like, oh, man, this is going to be a little harder than I thought. So definitely yeah. is now a game that I just kind of, like, play. I have nothing else going on. Or if I feel like it, like, I want to scratch that Pokemon itch again, like, mm-hmm. I can just pull it up and I'll have stuff to do. So that's actually pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, I haven't been playing anything else i i might have started up horizon zero sorry not zero dawn forbidden west once or twice but i like i feel like i'm taking an unintentional break from that game there's just like other things i'm doing like for example i started reading rhythm of war again which i know is not a game that's nice but it's like that's one of those things where it's like okay that's going to take a lot of time and that was time that i was kind of using for like either pokemon or horizon but now i'm yeah. like finally far enough in the book where i'm like invested with things that are going on so i'm like okay i guess i'm just not playing horizon for a minute then <laughs> yeah i do i okay, will come I back finish. to it 100 but it's also like everyone's talking about elden ring and I'm like i'm not gonna play elden ring because i know i'm yeah. gonna be really bad it's not gonna be fun for me personally but that's also part of it is like i see people are hyped up about a different game like with pokemon everyone was hyped up about pokemon i was like playing it and it was cool. Then, like, people were talking about Horizon for a little bit. But, again, it was only for, like, a week because then Elden yeah. came out. And so then it's, like, I don't have anyone else, 
Like, I have some other people who... Everybody else has already moved on, it sounds like. Exactly. Everyone's already moved on, so I'm just That's a bummer. Yeah. Um, Again, I will 100% come back to it. I I fully intend on beating it. I just might... It might be a minute, which is fine. Yeah. Um, That's cool. But yeah, that's what I played. Sounds like you've been playing Elden Ring. Speaking of yes, <laughs> I have. Um, I actually had another game listed on here, but I forgot. I probably have an embargo uh, oh. that I so I erased it from my notes. But Elden Ring is the game that's that's been hooking me. Um, which it's it's surprising because it's like I've had a love hate relationship with the Souls games. Like I understood them, and then I just beat my head over you know over them, and I'm just like oh like I, and then I end up dropping them. But this one I've seemed to keep going with so uh the first big boss is magret and that's the one where it's like oh have you beat this boss yet because it's like the Mm -hmm. first major one and then there's the one that's even tougher than him called godric and he's like the one that everybody's like oh okay well now you got to beat him and so i've beaten that one and so now it's like i've got a ton of hours into that game um people are much stronger than me and have put more time in it than me now but it's just one of those things where it's like I'm still pushing through. It's still fun. Um, it's one of those things where it's like if I'm stuck somewhere, I can just go to another dungeon or go to go somewhere else where I can get stronger. Yeah. I've also I've also found a very cheeseball uh, rune farming area uh, where it's like I can just go to and and like farm runes whenever I really feel like I need a boost. Nice. So that's also kind of like cheating, but I'm like eh, whatever. I'm. It's in the game. I feel yeah. like those games. It's like. You do whatever you gotta do to win. Yeah, you do what right? you gotta do, yeah. Everything will just kill you by sneezing on you. So, like, if yes. that's what it takes, <laughs> like, use it, I feel. Yeah. Like. There's no easy mode. Like, you oh, just yeah. gotta take advantage of what's yeah. given to you. Yeah, uh, I'm liking... Maybe it's because I also understand, like, it more since, like, Dean... Since I've played more D&D, but it's, like, you very much have to have a character build in mind, but then you can kind of, like, once you figure that out, you can kind of do whatever you want. So it's, like... Nice. I started off as, like, a very barbarian, barbarian-like character, mm-hmm. which I still am, but now I can sling fire. Like, I can sling, like, fireballs now. So it's, like, I've still made my character beefy and strong. He has a little more dexterity, but also he can throw fire now. And I, and I, and I basically two-hand most of my weapons, unless I need a shield for projectiles. But it's, like... I have the, like, encumbrance resistance to where, like, now I can actually hold a sword and an axe and or, like, a giant pickaxe I have. And then in the other hand, I can just hold my shield and my and my incantation, like, amulet thing I got to use. So it's, like, now I have, the, like, I can hold the weight to carry multiple items now. So it's, like, I feel like I'm able to do more now, which is really fun. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, but it's it was very cool starting with that barbarian because... He does have a pretty uh, he does have a pretty decent shield that starts off a little bit better than most, and so it put me in a place where I'm like, oh, I can actually like do damage and 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 handle some of it, uh, which was a good way to start. But it, it's super fun. Um, I made a playlist full of Lord of the Rings music, Game of Thrones Ooh, music, let's go, um, Castlevania from the Netflix show. And I actually was listening to NF the other day, and I was like, ooh, I was like, some of this dude's music would be would go great in a Souls game. So I threw some NF in there, and I'm like, this fits. Like, That's awesome. His music is totally, like, dark and sad and depressing most of the time, and I'm like, that's a Souls game right there. So I love that. I threw some wow. other stuff in there just to, like, sw- sw- switch it up. And, that like, listening to that playlist while I play has enhanced the experience as well. So, Yeah. So yeah, it's been good. I've been playing playing that a lot, and um, I, I'll probably get to talk about the other game in a few weeks. But um, 
yeah, that's what I've been up to in the gaming world. Um, oh, and I'm also, I didn't add this, but I'm also two-thirds of the way through Kenna um, oh, from, play, from playing on stream. So I'm nearing the end of that. And that game gets super emotional every time you, like, set a tormented soul, like, or a soul that can't pass on, like... When you finally set them free, it's like super emotional. You get to learn their backstory and their connection to the world, and it like makes you want to shed a tear. It's cool. Um, that's a good game to, to, to play, though. It's I recommend that to it. There's yeah, an easy we, mode and everything. We have the game. We oh, literally nice. bought it, and I think it was because oh, cool. it was on sale, but yeah. neither Daniel nor I have even played it yet. And it's not Y'all will get to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's one of those things where it's like, I'm more than comfortable buying a game I know I'm going to play eventually on yes. sale and playing it like way later so like it's gonna Mm -hmm. happen especially like he's a teacher right he has so much time over the summer probably he'll just play yes that's what i was thinking it's like y'all will probably play it during like a holiday or summer break or something you guys will find yeah you guys will find a downtime to play it so that's cool for sure yeah i say him i I know he's the one he's gonna probably play it first because he's a little bit more excited about it than i am even though i'm (laughs) excited about it but it's like i also have other things going on so yeah i like i like i'm glad that's a that's good yeah, it's good. Um, yeah, so that's the other thing. Um, we will get into gaming news now. Uh, pretty short and sweet here. Uh, the first one is that's kind of kind of a bummer, but also it's like we don't need like we're already like knee deep in video games, like and it's barely March. Um, no. But Forspoken uh, got delayed to October. It was supposed to come out in May. I um, feel like May is like. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of glad because again we're like really knee deep in a bunch of games right now. Like yeah. again we were just talking about Horizon, we're talking about Elden Ring, talking about other stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I feel like May. It's like what is going on with like all these huge games? It's at least initially scheduled. Obviously this was delayed. At least initially scheduled to come out first half of 2022. I'm like, what is going yeah. on? <laughs> it's like i and it's like we already know that there's gonna be some banger games late 2022 oh i know um, it's like i'm thinking like october would be cool but also like depending you know depending on when in october like i hope it doesn't get overshadowed like early october would be great but like as the fall rolls in so do more bigger games so we'll yep. see and I know, yeah. like, Pokemon, like, that's going to be holiday almost certainly. Yeah, like, I don't that's even November. Think necessarily. Yeah, it's, so that's, yeah. like, also close mm-hmm. to that time. It's just like, yeah. oh, my gosh, 2022. Like, yeah. we are three months in, and <laughs> yeah. we're already freaking out. You know, oh when's Breath of the Wild 2 going to come out? Is it going to yeah. be this year? I don't Oof. know. Yeah. That's a possibility. Yeah, <laughs> there's oh so gosh. much. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Forspoken got delayed to October, and um, hopefully that'll give people some room to breathe, and hopefully give the devs room to breathe also. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. Um, so that's not really a bad thing. Um, the the other delay that feels like a cause for concern at this point is uh, Halo Infinite has delayed their co-op uh, capabilities again. Uh, Halo Infinite the co-op right. modes and stuff. That, um, that was more of a bummer for sure. That was supposed to come out in May also, like with season two of the multiplayer. But they said like, oh, this open world has actually like brought more challenges to us than anything. Like to have a four player online experience and to do split screen. And I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know how many people are still playing Halo. And I don't know if like, like, I don't know what. Like, I know Halo was was cool and when it came out for, like, a month or so, but I don't know where everybody's at with it now. So, 
if people are still playing it, that's cool. But it's like, I don't know if people are still playing the campaign or not. I know some people waited for co-op, but now they're going to have to wait longer. So, yeah, that's a bit of a bummer. But yeah, may- maybe the TV show will tide everybody over until then. So Ah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's another March thing. Um, <laughs> March is the show. April, May. What is going on? Yep. Like, Kirby comes out this month. Oh, yeah, Kirby does. Oh, um, my gosh. Persona 4 Arena comes out uh, uh, <laughs> pretty soon. Chocobo GP die. comes out this week. No way. Um, gosh, there's so much. Yeah. There's there's a lot. We'll be busy. And, we'll be busy. Yep, yep. Yeah. So um Yeah. Um that's kind of it for the gaming news. Sweet. I guess and, we can move on to movies. Yeah. Um yeah. I I haven't watched any movies, but you watched <laughs> the Batman, right? Yes, I did go see the Batman. Um It was good. It was very good. Uh the, my only thing is like I feel like it may be too long for most people. Like, there was a few parts where I kind of caught myself, like, kind of, like, do- like not dozing off, but, like, I was just, like, caught myself in those slow moments where, like, I was borderline. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, like, they're, they're, so, like, it, but it's deliberate in everything it does. Like, there's a, re- I feel like there's a reason it's that long. Um, the tone is really good. The soundtrack is amazing. The soundtrack gave nice. me old school Batman Returns vibes. Uh, the actors are great. Robert Pattinson is great. Zoe Kravitz is great. Colin Farrell was great as the Penguin. Uh, that I was very impressed um, with all the actors. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to, there is to say without like spoiling it, but there's just from the action scenes to the detective scenes, like you're definitely gonna get Batman as the detective in this one more yeah. so than like. I mean, there are action scenes, of course, but it's like. You really get to see Batman be, like, the world's greatest detective or whatever, you know, like... That's cool. I'm a mm-hmm. fan of that. And, and it's a very... year. It's very early in his career as well. So, like, honestly, I feel like this Batman has the most character development that Batman has had on screen. Like, I, I really feel that. Um, I love that. Just the way that movie goes and the way he starts in, in the movie and then the way he ends the movie, like, is just really good character development. So... That's all I'm going to say before I talk too much. So, it's really good. I recommend people go watch it. Um, I do see some people saying, like, oh, it's actually not that good, which is, like, fine. Like, I get if people feel that way, but also it's, like, I understand maybe why some people wouldn't like, wouldn't like it. Um, but it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. So, those are my thoughts on the Batman. Yeah. I, I am planning on watching it. Um probably sometime this week ideally sometimes this week so probably next week i'll talk about it it's like one of the few movies where at this point like you know it's come out and i'm just like you know what i do want to go theaters i do want to see i actually have time this week too yeah exciting so i'm hoping um that will happen but uh again i'm not usually interested in dc stuff but i think the fact that uh well one of my friends said to you that like this is a good like standalone batman movie yes i was gonna say that too yeah you already know batman is yeah um, like so that's another thing is like they operate on you already knowing who batman is who catwoman is like it's not like they're trying to like show you like i mean i guess it's technically a spoiler but they almost do the like spider-man you know like how you know the homecoming movies like they don't show you ben's death like 
they don't really acknowledge it. Like, you don't... Basically, the Batman doesn't put you through the death of his parents for, like, a fifth time. Well, you know, like, which yeah. I think is cool. They they operate on you already knowing who the character is, which I love allows, that they do that. allows more room for the actual character growth within the movie. Because mm-hmm. you don't have yeah. to set it up to, like, oh, guys, like, this is what, you know, Batman... This is who Batman is, this is who Catwoman is, whatever. It's like... Yeah. It's more of a show don't tell. It sounds mm-hmm. like, which is cool. It's sort of like a you already yes. know Batman. This is the type of Batman he is. Yeah, and yeah. then that's where you go from instead of like here's who Batman is in general. Mm-hmm. So I like that. I think that's yeah. good. It, think yeah, good it, thing. Yeah, I'm trying to find what if I can get an opportunity for another watch, but I'm like three hours is a lot of time to set aside. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> super is. Yeah, I didn't even go watch um, Far From Home. Or whatever. No Way Home. I didn't even go watch that one a second time, but we'll see if I make it another time to see Batman. Yeah. But anyway, um, we can get on to the movie news. Yeah, so we were just talking about DC, so this is a perfect transition. Um, yeah. Although, very different tone shift. Very, <laughs> very, very, very different tone. Very. Um, we got a new trailer for The League of Super Pets, which um, yeah. I think we've talked about a couple times on the podcast, but if you don't know, um, it's it's animated. Uh, 3D animation, by the way. Um, and it's like Dwayne The Rock Johnson is Crypto, the super dog. Um, and he's working with all the other super pets of all the other DC superheroes. Um, mm-hmm. And so there's like Kevin Hart is Ace, the like dog that helps Batman and stuff. Um, yeah. And there's a pig. I don't remember all the names, but there's a turtle. Um, there's a squirrel, I think. So they're all kind of working together to probably <laughs> save the world or something. Maybe because yeah. they're, they're super, super parents super parents super masters i don't know what you would refer to them <laughs> as their best friends their best friends are all you know mia or something um yeah but uh keanu reeves is, is batman i kind of love it like, <laughs> it's, I was like, like... <laughs> it's so silly like i think watching this trailer i'm just like you know what this reminds me so much of the secret life of pets mm-hmm. except it looks funnier um the animation yeah. doesn't look as good just in the trailers could be different. It look, yeah it does look kind of flat yeah it looks a little flat uh but it looks a little bit funnier and I, what i will give it over the secret life of pets and granted i don't even really like that movie um this th- this feels like this has a reason to exist yeah <laughs> unlike secret life of pets i feel like that was a movie that was literally just like a we need to make a movie people like pets let's make a movie about pets this one's like a yeah. you know like no and I'm, I'm not a fan of like nostalgia factor things but like this did used to be a show and so yeah, at least like there, there are to go from. Yeah, there are um, canon pets that these yes. heroes did have. Yeah, it's comics. not like they're making this up. It's like this is <laughs> yeah. just a thing that everyone forgot about, and they're just like, "Hey, remember yeah. this?" And it's like that's you know, it's been long enough. I feel like it's it's fine. Yeah, they had um, that '90s crypto the super dog show that yeah, was like I watched for some it. reason. For some reason, I remember enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know so. why. I feel like I did too. Um, but. It's just, but at the same time, though, it is It's just another one of those anime movies where yeah. it's just, like, literally so many freaking celebrities as voice actors, not, like, actual voice actors. Yeah. Um, so, it's whatever. It's like, you know, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, it's Kevin Hart, it's, um, we just talked about Keanu Reeves, uh, John Krasinski is Superman. Oh, yeah. Which is funny. Um, uh, like, it's all funny, it's all fine, um, but it's just, it always breaks my heart a little bit every time I see an anime movie that um their biggest sort of feature to the movie is the voice actors being all these celebrities mm-hmm. like it's just a little bit like okay so that's where all your money went versus 
animation and potentially other things. So who knows? I mean, it could be a really good movie. Who knows? Maybe it's going to come out and blow everybody away. They'll be like, wow, this is so funny. This is so good. This is so entertaining. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, best for them. Best luck yeah. for them. I hope, I, I hope that's the case. I just kind of feel like I've seen this movie before, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, but besides that, uh, we also have a announcement for an I Am Legend sequel, which is kind of crazy. Um, I actually mm. never saw the first one. But oh, now that's really like, good. I was gonna say I, I like I mentioned it to my husband. He like came in yeah. before we were starting the podcast. He was like looking at my nose. He's like, "Oh, what? There's gonna be a sequel? Like I haven't seen the first one, but I really want to." I'm just like, "Oh yeah, like so." That's yeah. cool. Um, of course, Will Smith, right? Yeah. Um, and I think Michael B. Jordan as well. Yeah, so and it's exciting. the first time uh, I was reading on this article that it's the first time they'll be working together on a movie. Are you serious? Which, which feels like, why hasn't that already been done? Yeah, that's crazy. But <laughs> so, I guess, yeah, now yeah. I think about it. I haven't seen yeah. any movies with them together, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing I was reading about this article that they were saying that, like, so, well, I'm not going to spoil the ending. Um, of the, like the, So there was a ending that tested differently that they didn't use uh, that they were saying they could go off of. Or they're saying like they could go off of the ending that did end that that did end up getting used because they reshot it because it didn't because the original ending didn't test better and the original ending lines up with the original book more. Mm-hmm. Um, but but also like I think like a sequel can work, um, in with this as well. So it's like if they do go off of the original the theatrical ending they ended up using, it could work. Um. Uh, but yeah, I feel like uh, Michael B. Jordan and Will Smith would be a, that's a awesome duo that I didn't like expect. Like, I thought that should have been a thing already. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Um, I think yeah. that's something. I'm I'm Legend is a good movie, and they also predicted there's a shot in there that has a Batman and Superman logo, and this was made in 2007. <laughs> so it's just Whoa. one of those. It's one of those things like you see him walking around in the city, and there's a big old poster with a bat. Or with the, with the Superman logo inside a Batman logo. I was like, oh, wow. They totally, like, predicted that. that. That's that was going to be a thing. That's very um, that's, that's like a fun Easter egg. That uh, That's pretty cool. But, yeah. yeah, it's a good movie. I recommend it. Sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have to watch it. Um, yeah. That's, that is all of our movie news. Um, mm-hmm. So, I guess we could transition to TV. Unfortunately, I also didn't watch any shows. I watched, I, I will say, I watched a lot of Smash this weekend. So, that's why that's I awesome. watched because uh, Summit was this weekend. There's also a big uh, um, Smash Tournament regional tournament in uh, Portland. So I was watching that too because all my friends Sweet. Um, drove down for that. And we didn't. And I'm glad we didn't because I don't like Portland. Sorry. <laughs> if any listeners, like, I- I'm so sorry. Any Port- like listeners who might be in Portland, uh, I have nothing against you. I just personally don't like being in Portland. Um, but that's what I did instead of watching shows. That's cool. So, I, I-, I want to add that I think it's awesome that, like, just because that Smash isn't going to be at Evo doesn't mean that community isn't going anywhere. Yeah. Like, I think that is so cool. That's, you know, yeah. like, that's just a big, well-known stage, but, you know, that community is going to be alive. We're, we're doing stuff. We're mo- we yeah. moving. We're moving. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, that, that's exciting. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched much else either. Just the usual, like, Clone Wars and... Uh, a little bit more Reacher. Like, nothing... Nice. I don't really have much to say about any of that stuff. Like, it's still fun. And, like, Clone Wars is still good. I'm in the middle of a plot line in Clone Wars. Um, 
I don't know how much I want to say because I don't know if people are like currently watching it still. But there's I'm in the middle of a plot line where it's like I don't this doesn't feel like something the Jedi would actually do, but it also reminds me like oh like this was a sketchy time where even the Jedi kind of didn't have morals in 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 some ways. Yeah. So I kind of had to like be like okay like I had to suspend some like disbelief there. But yeah, that's a Clone Wars it. is interesting. I I haven't even watched most of Clone Wars, but just from what mm-hmm. I have seen and heard. It's interesting how um, it really is a good sort of, I guess you could say, sequel to the prequel um, movies <laughs> in such a way yeah. where it's like those movies sort of introduce the concept of, oh, the Jedi aren't actually like yeah. heroes. They're not actually yeah. always morally aligned or morally you know, correct. Um, yeah. I think it, it's cool that, to hear that Clone Wars kind of did the same thing, especially because like, I feel like it so easily could have just been more of... Like, they could have literally just done um, those prequels and set up, you know, Anakin to Darth mm-hmm. Vader. So sorry if anyone never... If people haven't seen the prequels yet and don't know that's a thing. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm so sorry. Um, but they literally could have done that and, you know, just have Anakin turn evil. But it's like, you know, they introduced this concept of the Jedi being not very mm-hmm. great. Um, and they continue that, continue that in the Clone Wars. And because now there's, like, all these shows that, like, Dave Filoni... Um, and folks are working on um, yeah. so it's like it's cool to see that even carry over to like oh now it's way past the prequels now it's way past and we still get this idea that like the Jedi aren't perfect people um, mm-hmm. they're not even necessarily good people in some circumstances so um, I don't know I just think it's a cool move for yeah. Disney could just actually make every Jedi like <laughs> a superhero like they kind of did in a little bit, and I mean, I guess there was some moral gray area, but I feel like the later, the the later trilogy, the most recent trilogy, I feel like it was still mm. kind of like a oh, the Jedi, they're like all amazing. Um, <laughs> a little bit, I guess they didn't. They they kind of broke that stereotype a little bit. S- still, they tried uh, in some ways. They they tried. I don't know if they succeeded, but they Ryan tried. Johnson like, tried, and then they're like, nope, nope, nope. It was a little bit weird. Um, but I'm just saying they could very easily yeah. make them all just like superheroes that everyone would buy merchandise for. Mm-hmm. But at least they, you know, get some development and say like, oh, yeah, you know what? The Jedi is complicated, too. So, that's yeah, like, that's that's neat. I approve. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess without without much else context. So the, the plot line I'm on is one where Obi-Wan goes undercover. Like, and I'm like. That doesn't sound like a Jedi a thing a Jedi would do. <laughs> like yeah, he does this like undercover mission, and then like Anakin even believes that like they do all this stuff to like make it make like to make it seem like Obi Wan dies and stuff, and then Anakin has feelings because of that, and he kind of isn't happy. And I'm like, okay, well that right there, that's when you guys pushed Anakin to the dark side, like started mm-hmm. messing with his mind. But yeah, so it's good though. Um, we can move on to TV news. Yeah. Um, this is arguably big moves earlier. So yes, <laughs> yeah. So this is arguably the biggest news I think of like that we'll be talking about on this episode. Uh, the first one is that um, most recent one, I guess. Uh, the Funimation library of anime shows and movies is moving to Crunchyroll, like. If you go log on to Crunchyroll now, like you'll see a lot more of the dubbed stuff and like a lot more of the like bigger stuff that uh, was on Funimation. You'll see that on Crunchyroll now. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm hyped about that. Yes, uh, it's it's really cool because now it's gonna be all in one place. 
You don't yes. have to buy two services now. So um, annoying to have to like be like, yeah. oh, is this anime on Funimation or Crunchyroll? Yeah. Um, I think and, we and Crunchyroll is a better app too. Yeah, I think we did end up um, canceling our Funimation account. I really hope we did. I That'd did. Really <laughs> I canceled if, mine. I'd be really awkward if we still had one. Um, but we had one just to watch one show, a single show. Yeah. And, and yeah. granted, I don't even know if that show is necessarily moving the Crunchyroll, but it's like the fact that that will be less likely to happen in the future. What was it? Um, it was the Persona Five animation. Oh, I don't know if it's so on there yet. I don't know yet. if it got moved over, but but um, like eighty percent, I guess, according to this article, eighty percent of Funimation's library has already made it to Crunchyroll. Oh my gosh! That's so and nice. they say, they say the rest will be there by the end of March, or Which is at the great. end of March. I'm yeah. I, and I mean like pair that with like the the Crunchyroll app is you know on Switch now and that's sort of yes. Thing. It's like okay, cool. Crunchyroll is actually becoming and Crunchyroll has really good like good exclusive stuff that that they're doing right now. Like they got the Blade Runner anime thing, and then they just put out the Shinmu like anime. So it's like there's stuff yeah. on Crunchyroll I want to watch. Heck yeah. Uh, along with all the other stuff, so lo- loads of content, and um, I think you can. It's like the lowest price for that is like seven ninety nine, so it's not going to break the bank at all. But it's just going to add to the ten other streaming services that everybody pays for. Um, but all in one place this time. Yeah, so, I love it. Yeah, I, I put a bunch of stuff on my on like my like wish like my watch list like that I wanted to watch, and so I don't know when I'll get to all that, but that's exciting. Exciting time for anime fans. Yes. Um, the uh, other news, which I've still been struggling to find, like, a legit source for, but all of these, like, websites have been reporting on it. I guess on Tuesday, Disney had said that, um, so, I think something we missed to talk about on the podcast. I think we had a break when it happened, but, um, the Netflix Marvel shows left Netflix on March 1st, uh, which right. was last Tuesday, and so everybody's like, oh my gosh, what's gonna happen? And then on Tuesday... Disney announced uh, somewhere apparently I still don't I haven't found where yet but they ha- announced uh, that all these Netflix shows these Marvel shows uh, and Agents of Shield uh, are coming to Disney Plus um, which is pretty huge uh, mainly because like Disney Plus the big thing about that was like oh we're not gonna have mature content on our streaming service and yeah well it's like now you do now <laughs> or you now do. you're going like, to all of the stuff yeah. I was gonna say like literally even just Jessica Jones or just yeah. like one of those shows but now they're moving them all so that's, mm-hmm. um I I think it's for the best like yeah. I think it's nicer to actually be able to have all the Disney Marvel things in one place mm-hmm. um, but yeah that was the one thing I think that was keeping them from doing that was the fact that it's like actually dark content yeah and then now they're getting the rights back to all that stuff that's why like there's been talks of charlie cox being in more stuff now too because yeah i think now the rights of daredevil and like jessica jones and some of those earlier ones are back in their hands um still need to watch jessica jones and probably daredevil too i i should i should oh, watch Daredevil's these shows yeah. i have so many shows on my list and i'm really bad at watching them. that's the <laughs> yeah. problem i'm really bad at it so there's a lot of good shows out there so much to watch and play these days like i just can't can't do it all it's actually crazy yeah um the thing that i do want to say is coming with this move is that apparently disney plus is updating their parental controls uh, which is probably a good thing, um, if you're concerned about that. Um, but also, um, this isn't 
this is the first time I guess the U.S. has mature content on Disney Plus starting on the 16th because uh, Disney Plus in other countries was getting movies and other shows. I think other shows that were only coming to Hulu. Um, mm-hmm. So like this is the first for the U.S. Um, I think Disney Plus on Hulu has like a bunch of Fox movies and stuff that's already like rated R and everything. But yeah, um, this is huge like i'm like in my mind i'm like well if you guys knew you were gonna do this you could have just went all in with moon knight but uh, we'll have to yeah we'll have to see like i mean it says something if you can make a dark and crazy show without having to make it tvma so that is true um but yeah we'll have to see like where shows go from now on now that the netflix shows are here yeah so yeah um that is it for the tv news are you geeking out about anything else uh not really i mentioned i was back reading rhythm of war i I started a long time ago um but i just got again i just kind of got distracted and Mm. did an involuntary sort of break on it um but now i'm finally reading up to a point where i'm like okay i'm actually interested in what's going on so we'll see how long it takes me to get through i am reading it um instead of listening to it on audiobook um, That's what I need to do now that I don't have much time for audiobooks. I need to just start reading Oathbringer again, which I got close to finishing. Nice. Um, so it's like I just probably need to like get the book. It's yeah. Now. Yeah, but it's good. Um, I don't really know what more to say about it because I don't want to spoil anything. But um, <laughs> that's just that's just the thing. Um, actually, I guess I will talk about uh, Brandon Sanderson. I was going to ask you about that while we're on the topic. I was going to ask what you yeah. thought about the like, so, fundraising yeah, uh, thing. If people don't know, if people aren't in the loop. Um, basically, Brand Sanderson is 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 an insane man because he <laughs> wrote like five books in secret over the last two years, like two. And, George, and then George years. R. R. Martin can't even finish one. Yeah, it's oh my gosh, <laughs> it's so funny because he he posted a video about this right to announce this, yeah. and he's just like, I handle stress in my way, you could handle stress in your way. My way is writing <laughs> books. So I'm like, you know what? I respect it, but have you considered therapy? So (laughs) I was going to say, he must truly love that, you know, that hot, like, I don't know. It seems like it's more just like a hobby. It's like a passion, you know, like, yeah. And it's crazy because he like, he broke down how the fact it's like, you know, before what was taking so much of his time was literally just traveling. And with COVID, like he couldn't travel anymore. So he had all this extra time. So, I mean, logically it makes sense. It's very, it's logically sound, but it's also just Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, dude, you're nuts. Um, You're a (laughs) madman. Basically this led to a Kickstarter where he's like, you know what? I want to make kind of like a year of Sanderson book club type thing. So you join the Kickstarter, you, and there's different levels of course, because that's how Kickstarters work. Um, But you can put in money and we'll send you um, one book every couple months. Um, with five books being for the whole year. Um, and then if you want even more than that, if you want like, you know, you, there's selections for ebook, there's selections for audiobook, things like that. Um, but That's then amazing. it's like, there's also selections where you can have loot boxes. <clears throat> so if like you want to just like further support him or you want more like, you know, swag, I guess, from Brandon Sanderson's, you know, works, then um, you can get the loot boxes too. So um that's very cool. Uh, I, That's awesome. It's a very, it was a very cool video. He even said that like, um, he's going to try his very, very best to keep everything as spoiler free as possible. He released some videos that have no details. Like there, we don't even know the titles of these books. But all we know is the cover art, which is like mm. very like kind of vague cover art. Really, um, it's very. There's nothing specific. Like you that's have exciting. With, like, some books. So, um, 
and you release videos that's like, so if you want to know more about these books before, because like some people obviously want to. Oh, they're going to dig into every detail. They want to know kind of what they're getting into, which is totally yeah. fair. I mean, for me, that's like with video games, but it's like. Super, super fans want to know like, everything about it. Ooh, yeah. it kind of be, it'd be kind of fun to go into this totally blind. So we haven't. Daniel and I haven't um, put our money in yet, but we probably will. And so then we could just each have... It's already raised, like, a ton of money, right? It's so... Well, here's the thing. It's um, reached his goal in 35 yeah. minutes after that video. Was oh, 35 minutes? Open, wow. And it is officially, officially the number one most funded Kickstarter on Kickstarter. Wow. Which is insane because, like... That's that amazing. Beats Undertale, that beats... Like, everything. <laughs> it's everything. It's literally the most um, funny Kickstarter. That's in awesome. History. So probably I'll get my money in. Um, this it's it's 2023, right? So like you get the Kickstarter now, but like it's it starts kicking in 2023. That's all be the years to Sanderson. So that's pretty exciting. Um, but that's honestly that's what prompted me to start breathing rhythm of war again because I'm like, oh dang, I that's really need to war if I'm going to like try to commit to like more Sanderson stuff and next year like. I can finish this by next year, probably. Maybe. Yeah. It's a big freaking book. So we'll see. Oh, yeah. um, but anyway, that is what I'm geeking out about besides uh, all the other stuff. Yeah. Is that's awesome. That's worth Sanderson. talking about, even though we don't like have a category for it. So that's like the perfect exactly. timing to mention that. Exactly. Yeah. I just, yeah, I need to get back to Oathbringer as well. well Super close. be inspired like me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, super exciting for fans of his work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think that is about it for uh, this episode. Uh, where can they find you? So you can find me on Twitter at the Shellshock24. You can find me streaming Persona 4 Golden Tuesday nights um, at twitch.tv slash Grace. Cool. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WarHeroLJ and streaming on the Geeks Under Grace Twitch channel on Fridays. Uh, twitch.tv slash geeks under grace playing some Kenna bridge of spirits yeah so um that's our show uh keep gaming keep praying and god bless bye everybody peace We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. It's on.